from the Checkpoint XP studios. He's about to pull off oh. the Alamo. He's unbelievable. Nico is on fire. Oh my goodness. How does he do this? On radio's number one show for esports and competition. Checkpoint XP Radio. A Beasley esports product. Welcome to Checkpoint XP. You're hanging with Weird Beard, Robbie Landis, and someone whose professional Magic the Gathering arena career is over even before it started. Me. James Cameron. Are you banned? Are you banned from Magic the Gathering as no, well? No, I've given up. I've, I've been waiting forever for this game to come out uh, to where I could play it on my iPhone. Uh huh. And I've played it, and it's so hard I can't even get through the entire <laughs> tutorial. I'm like, I don't want to be a wizard anymore. You can't even I can't. Read the no, and it gives you it gives you a clue, and it's like, did you know that this card does this? And I'm like, I don't know what that means, Magic the Gathering. I don't know what that means, Magic the Gathering. I can't do that. Oh, that's, so, that's precious. I had to retire. I'm yeah. out. It's a nerdum that I will never be able to be successful in. You could have been the Kobe of Magic, but you just didn't don't, want to put in the don't, work. Don't put ideas in his head. I will never be the Kobe of anything. <laughs> Massively popular streamer Ninja revealed one of his biggest regrets about streaming. What is it that he regrets? And will he be such a big name in gaming if he did not regret this? Find out what it is in just a bit because the Video Game Hall of Fame is now accepting votes for the 2022 inductees. That's right. There is a Video Game Hall of Fame. How are the titles nominated? Plus, we'll let you know which games are up for induction in 2022 to kick things off. Just like sports, rock and roll, WWE, and toys, even video games have their own Hall of Fame. Now, the method of selection of Hall of Fame-worthy games is a little bit unique compared to other Halls of Fame. So we turn to Robbie Landis to give us some info on the video game Hall of Fame. Yeah, so uh, just a little bit of info about the video game of the Hall of Fame process. is It's actually the Strong National Museum of Play, which is located in Rochester, New York. Oh, uh, uh, over uh, there? <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. So <sighs> a few years ago, they decided no, thanks, to, yeah, to, really. to, to basically start the video game hall of fame within the strong museum here so uh to give you an idea of how they're how how games are nominated how you get to be within the hall of fame is anybody can actually sort of you know suggest or nominate a video game by sending an email so i could email them. them and say hey i think mario brothers 2 should be in the video game hall of fame <laughs> you, you could be you, the guy you, you could be the one to do that okay uh but then it goes through through a few different things such as a player's choice ballot so you know uh gamers do actually get to vote throughout the year you know in in, in certain instances to sort of help move that along uh but there is actually an international selection advisory committee that they wow. use uh that's composed of journalists scholars and other individuals Basement who, dwelling nerds <laughs> who yes. are familiar or, with, I guess, former basement dwelling nerds with the history of sort of video games and the role that they play in society, right? So, to give you an idea, you know, you can't just be like, all right, I vote for this and let's look at, you know, how much money did it make to go in. There's actually a few specific criteria. This is where things I think start to get a little bit more academic. So, there are four major points that they look at when deciding if a game could be or should be inducted in the video game Hall of Fame. The first is its icon status. Is this a game that is widely recognized? And remembered. So Mario Brothers 2, unfortunately, I don't think is in there. I think you would be. I think you'd. That's a true statement. I can't argue that. All right. Yes. Longevity. The game is more than a passing fad and has enjoyed popularity over time. Sorry, Fall Guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this other one. Uh, Geographical reach. The game meets the above criteria across international boundaries. That's the toughest one so Mm -hmm. far. Yep. And then finally, influence. The game has exerted significant influence on either the design and development of other games, other forms of entertainment, or popular culture and society in general. So uh, let's go ahead and take a look at, uh, at some of the nominees that have been nominated this year for 2021. 
the original Animal Crossing on the GameCube. All right, we also have Call of Duty. Now, this is this is either the original one or maybe it's it's just kind of talking about the franchise at large. But I do think that Call of Duty probably ticks off a lot of those. Uh, uh, oh, absolutely! That we about. Oh, it's it's definitely iconic. It's been around for a long time. It's been way more than a passing fad. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's geographically reached. It's all across the world. And what was the other one? Influence. Plenty of first-person shooters that follow suit in Call of Duty are all. It's yeah, one hundred percent. Farmville. Now this this is one that I have a hard time. Like you know, reconciling with myself, it was but everywhere. But, it was, but technically, it does meet all of those. Moms criteria. played it. Girlfriends played it. It was on Facebook. Yeah. You couldn't I mean, escape it. Do you know how many invites to take part in other people's farms yep. I got sent? And yep. didn't Farmville just shut down last year? Like it late last have. year? Yeah, because it was technically a flash game, wasn't it? Yeah. So yep. it's like, yo, that game has been around for over a decade at this point. Yep. We also have FIFA International, which uh, international soccer, which I think again, that's just talking about all the FIFA games in general. Uh, we have Guitar Hero, which, you know, hasn't been super popular recently, but it's hard to deny the impact that it had. Uh, Mattel Football. So is this like the... The little handheld game. Oh, like a hand... It's not like the one where you put it on and vibrates? Because I was like, that's not a video game. Nope, no, nope. This, so is, this, is, this is the old school handheld Mattel handheld game. This noise is like... Beep. Yep, that's the one. In, in fact, in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 at the beginning... Oh, is that what Groot's, Groot's, Groot's playing? Uh, no. Oh, that's at the end. Uh, of, uh, <laughs> that's sorry. at the end. But Star-Lord has like this device that they're using to like measure before the big monster comes out. Mm-hmm. That device is an old Mattel football game oh. with all the decals torn oh, okay. off. Uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator. Uh, <laughs> James, prepare yourself. Pole position. Oh, I played this one. This I know a, exactly what this one is. Oh, you do? Yes, this is the one where you're like the guy dressed up in the leisure suit and you go in and you no, have to. No. The girls no, on the poles, they no, dance on the poles. No, no. <laughs> see, I actually, I actually thought that he was legit going to know what this is. This is, Not a, at this all. is a racing game. Oh, I'm, it must be a different yeah. pole position no, it's, than it's I was definitely, playing. Definitely, it's. Yeah, yep. You don't pay by the minute on this <laughs> no. pole position? No. Um, and then the last four Portal, StarCraft, which some would argue burst esports, Tron. And where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Hey, where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? I played that all the time in junior high. There's some info on the video game, Hall of Fame, and nominees for 2022. We'll talk about who from this list of nominees we think will actually be inducted into the 2022 class in just a moment. Because now it's time for this. Time is up. Oh, my God. Checkpoint XP's close shave. Watch it at CheckpointXP.com. Over the weekend, the women of Valorant, also known as the Gallerants, competed in an all-female Valorant tournament hosted by Riot called the Game Changers Series. On the way to winning the title, Cloud9 White didn't drop a single map while trouncing through their opponents. Here is a clutch round, one of many that C9's Annie Drow had, this time securing a win over CLG Red by winning a 1v1. First to come out from Bonita. A retake of Tefas Bell gets a trip kill. Finally gets stopped by Bonita. But now it's a one versus one. Can Rise get another clutch? But she's up against the clutch master herself of Annie Dro. Spy of the spam down to 76. Still going with the jiggle peaks. And a shock dart to come out. 36 HP left. A fake up onto the tower. And Annie's going to get the kill as there was no time at the same time. C9 White wins this second map. 13 to 11. All right, congratulations there to C9's Annie Dro. Clutching that win over CLG Red and that 1v1 for your close shave of the week. We already talked to plenty of crank callers, <laughs> but we want to talk to you now. 1-833-557-0974. And we promise not to charge you long distance unless you leave a funny voicemail. 
You're listening to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. We're just talking about the Video Game Hall of Fame and the nominees up for voting to be inducted in 2022. But we want to hear from you. What game do you think should be inducted into the Video Game Hall of Fame? Now, not just the nominees. We want to know any game that you think is worthy. Give us a call at 1-833-557-0974. We'll be talking to you about your responses in just a bit. Now, from the list of nominees, we're going to predict who we think will get voted into the class of 2022. And I want to start with the one that I think is the the okay. one standout. It's kind of a weird oddball one. Now, there's but, usually four of the of the nominees are inducted uh, okay. uh, uh, during the year. So four of these will potentially make it. Who do you think? So you mentioned it earlier, Farmville. Not kind of being the odd man out. Okay. And here's why I think Farmville will be inducted into the Video Game Hall of Fame. Because it brought video games to Facebook. There was never really any gaming on Facebook like this. And I feel like some of the things that you do in Farmville, you see in a bunch of other games down the line. Every mobile game that exists today to steal your money yes. is a derivative of Farmville. You're in doing some way. something. You got to have the farm doing something, cultivating something to make money. Uh, it's widely popular. Like I mentioned yes. also. Look, look. Moms, aunts, everybody was playing Farmville. You're not wrong, James, but I don't have to <laughs> like it, okay? okay? Well, there's my pick to um, go. If on I the, had on the to list. put. It's hard to say no to StarCraft. Like Robbie said, it's literally the game that birthed esports, but it turned kids into literal rock stars in That blows Korea. my mind, too, that StarCraft is the game responsible. I will say the game series that does have a professional esport that exists right now for it is Call of Duty. Call of Duty has to go in. It, it's a storied franchise. You can't be a game that has a professional league that's built around you and not be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, see, I, I, I disagree because Call of Duty was not the first first-person shooter, right? And, I agree. And, and even though it, 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 it has the cultural impact, it wasn't the first to do it, and it certainly wasn't the first game in esports to have a league centered around it. Call of Duty is a massive game. It has a mass, massive cultural footprint, but it's also a game of seconds and thirds. So I don't think that Call of Duty should make it in, in there. Um, oh man, some uh, the thing about these is that all of these games probably do deserve to be in there. Um, I would probably have to give my vote to Guitar Hero. That, that was my next, my go-to I, one. I, cool I, and, and honestly, I think well. I think that Guitar Hero also did a lot for music. Like, you know, how many how many you know classic songs would kids nowadays have never heard if it wasn't for Guitar Hero? You know how many Hero? classic songs I never would know the artist's name of without Guitar Hero? Mm-hmm. There's a lot. Yeah. Plus, is- it spawned like rock band and like and and anyone DJ can go and pick Hero. up a Guitar Hero. It doesn't matter if you're a gamer or not. Everyone can play and get into. Guitar Hero. So if we had to pick the last one that we think is going to go in, which one do we do we come together on? Oh man. Is it StarCraft? Portal was huge. Portal was a massive like the fact that there's no or Portal 2 went on to be one of the most uh, best-selling games ever. I think that series has to maybe. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure where Portal goes as far as influence does. I think Star- StarCraft probably meets yeah. all of those the best. I, I would I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Okay, but mostly if it spawned one of the very first esports ever, like I feel like that on its own. Whether it was recognized, you know, all around the world or not, bam, it should be uh, in there for sure. Dr. Disrespect shares his thought. Mm, his thoughts. Dr. Disrespect shares his thoughts on the Valorant scene. We'll let you know what surprising thing he actually had to say about it in just a bit. Because ahead next, the Checkpoint XP gamer gossip bloodhound Weirdbeard has a whole drama dome full of some juicy gamer gossip. I've been sniffing it out for you. Yeah, like what is Ninja's biggest regret about his streaming career? 
Find out when Checkpoint XP returns. BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Country music has so many generous artists who always seem to jump in to help those in need. We're spotlighting five who lead by example and lend a helping hand to charitable causes. See who made our list when you text GIVE to 45911. Text GIVE to 45911 and read all about it right now on BackstageCountry.com. Checkpoint XP, where sandbox, tank, and camping all have different meanings. With James, Robbie, and Weird Beard. Welcome back. I'm James Campbell, along with Robbie Landis and the king of all gamer gossip himself, Weird Beard. I have some great gossip stories for you today. Are you guys ready for this? I'm ready. Let's start off first with the drama that always seems to exist in the Call of Duty League, especially surrounding the Chicago Optic. Oh, man. I feel like we're always talking about these guys. It is. It's like they seem to be, well, they're not only the largest kind of. Are they the spider symbol guys? uh, They're this one. It's an OC. Okay. And I'm confusing them with a different. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The drama this week with them is. uh, they've made a, a big stink on social media because the Call of Duty League released communications that were recorded of, recorded of them during competition, like a like a comms check. Yes, um, and they, they it's like the in the NFL when they mic up the refs and the players and stuff like that. And yeah, they put the, those the, out. the Overwatch League does it all the time. They have entire compilations of like funny moments that happen during mic checks. So, so it's like the team talking to one another, yeah. like maybe the coach or whatever. Yeah, now here's well, not the, the coach. They actually can't communicate with the team during the match, but yes. Oh. It's essentially those who are playing, it's their communications during the game. Now, here's the problem that's coming from this. The big issue with Optic that they have is that this wasn't just a compilation of funny moments, as Robbie said. This Mm. isn't a compilation of like, oh, hey, you know, we're going to get them, guys. Wait, hold on. Did somebody say some stuff they shouldn't have said? No, nobody said anything that's like inappropriate, but it was a lot of strategy. Like it was their exact plans. Now, a lot of the comm stuff that the CDL has released in the past, they would release, like, strategies at the end of the season. So from the grand final championship, because it didn't matter, right? Like, who cares? We're going to have new stuff to do in nine months when we come back and play the CDL. This is the kind of stuff uh, that they released halfway through the season with, uh, you know, huge tournaments still on the line uh, soon. I didn't realize that. Oh, I did. Good awareness on that second offense, especially if it's like super still mini like that. And we're not getting the bloods. Like no point to just give up more lives, you know. Hundred percent. You guys put that well. You already know on the P4s, these guys are gonna go and rat like every life. And so that's you know like uh, even if you don't understand what a lot of that kind of is and everything, again, it's just discussing what they're doing in the game. So right? are they like revealing like where their positions are on the map? See, uh, yeah, kind kind of. Um, I have to say, I I think they're they're blowing this out of proportion, you know, because it's. I get the idea that, oh, but we have strategy in there, but you usually don't have a set strategy that you're going to execute every time because you obviously, in in a in game like Call of Duty or Overwatch, you're also reacting to what the other people are doing. So the fact, or the idea that this strategy might come up at the exact same time somewhere else is kind of null and void. To me, the only thing in there that was potentially, oh, but this could ruin future strategies is when he mentions, hey, you know that these guys like to rat it out. So whatever team that was might have now been like, oh, oh, do we do that? What does we need to mean? stop doing that. It means that. like hiding so that they can't, like okay. you're just hiding around a corner. Right. Okay. To me, anything that was revealed in this audio 
is something that other teams could have uh, 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 sort of got onto either by reviewing tape and like looking at other footage or or basically just doing your due process. I don't think that anything released in here is so damning that they should be up in arms yeah, about it. There's no it. crazy secret. Exactly. Now, and like, I don't know, like it's it's interesting. I, I could care either way. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like, get it. I feel like if you were in the know, if you were in the like the Call of Duty League, like you know the strategy and stuff, some of that would make sense. But I feel like the average person just viewing from the outside mm-hmm. wouldn't really pick up on that because like I was waiting for them to be like, go, uh, go, plan Alpha, Alpha, you know, go alpha and call it some sort of a play like you would in basketball. Yeah. You know, that's what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. To me, it just sounded like chitter chatter. Yeah. And honestly, uh, a lot of the times when you hear comms in most cases, I don't think that you're going to be able to dissect comms to that fine of a, like, you know, minutia to be able to extract that sort of information from it. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, look at the Call of Duty League, right? I feel like every week we're talking about Bad. some big drama that happens. <laughs> yeah. They just need something else to complain about and put attention on them. Well, in in similar vein and fashion of that, the like I love 100 Thieves. I like them as an organization, but in Valorant, they are the ones that seem to always be plagued with one thing or another coming after them. And we have finally had them going at the throats of Riot. Um, if you remember, not this past weekend, but the weekend before that was the Valorant Masters Tournament, right? It was the big deal where uh, yeah, Sentinels the first won. big Valorant, yeah. Yeah, and so uh, there was actually a huge delay going into the Sentinels 100 Thieves uh, quarterfinals match. An hour delay. Didn't have any idea why. Well, it's finally come out that the reason why was that 100 Thieves was arguing with Riot. And they were screaming at Riot and had their coach on the phone with them upset about the ping of their video games. If you don't know what ping is, it's essentially like your computer how fast it's able to talk to a server somewhere that has the video game on it, right? So it's like, you know, if I move my character, it takes me, you know, how long for it to show up that I'm moving on the other person's game. We are talking about hundreds, millions of a second here in some cases. Mm -hmm. And essentially, 100 Thieves felt that the server that was chosen for their match, because again, you know, pandemic, we're all playing uh, uh, online at this point, so... When it comes down to it, what, what was it, like a, a, a difference of like 10 ping? Yeah, and they were arguing, well, if it's 10 ping, you might as well make everybody play on an 8. Like, it's nerd stuff, right? It like, it gets very, very technical very quickly. But the spicy part that comes out is that then after that, right, Riot released a statement without anybody knowing uh, the, what the, had the, happened. The, the coach also, didn't the coach threaten Riot that they would leverage players' social media well, against them? So that's what happened. So first, Riot releases a statement saying, this is why it was delayed. We are finding 100 Thieves $5,000. Five th- 100 Thieves then gets spicy on Twitter and releases a video recording of within the actual competition room during it. Now, I will say, they didn't release the entire exchange. There was parts of it that were cut out at the end. To make them look better? Probably, because this is at the very end of that video. Listen to how the 100 Thieves coach starts talking to Riot employees. Right. So with... Whoa, 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 The first thing that you came in here to say is shut up, Gunba. Yo, I don't know who the f*** you think you are, but you need to relax. And so after that, that's when they actually, they stopped the video. After the video stopped, apparently, or the portion that wasn't released, involved the coach telling Riot employees, hey, if you don't... um you know, get your act together. We're going to use our huge social media followings to ruin your game and your company. Wow. And they think, you think that's going to work? No, it's not going to work. Like, that seems like just the most idle threat I've ever heard. 
Yeah. That's like me. I'm I mean, going to hit you in the face with a pillow, weird beard. I mean, look, we 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 know how crazy, quote unquote, cancel culture can be, and especially how toxic gaming and esports fans can be. So they, I, I absolutely believe that they at least could have like you know made it a huge, huge headache for Riot. But come on, you're supposed to be professionals. Get it together. Now, weird beard still has one more story up his sleeve that involves Ninja and his biggest regret about his streaming career. What is it? We'll let you know right after this. From the high highs. An absolute monster. To the low lows. Who nailed it and who failed it on Checkpoint XP Radio. This week our nailed it may seem a bit unorthodox. It revolves around the most recent Twitch obsession, and that is of a small intersection and stop sign in Salem, Massachusetts. You heard that right. It's a Twitch channel that just monitors a stop sign 24-7. Why is Twitch so entranced by this intersection? Because no one stops! Someone actually ran the numbers and people speed through this stop sign 98.73% of the time. As a result, the Twitch channel has amassed over 183,000 viewers. Yikes. Yeah. Now, with a consistent viewership of 1,000 to 3,000 viewers, this stop sign has become a better Twitch streamer than all of us at Checkpoint XP combined. Be sure to stick around for the conclusion of Nailed It and Failed It when we find out who failed it this week, coming up a little later in the next hour. Checkpoint XP, your home for competition. Online at CheckpointXP.com. You're listening to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. If you miss any of the show, remember you can catch the whole two hours on digital download. Just search for Checkpoint XP on demand wherever you get your podcasts, including Amazon Music Now. We are smack dab in the middle of a Checkpoint XP drama dome. We just learned about some issues with the Call of Duty League and some drama within the 100 Thieves camp. Now, Weirdbeard, we have some drama going on involving Ninja? Yeah, Ninja recently on one of his live streams uh, was asked, what's the biggest and hardest business decision you've ever made in your life? And uh, it may surprise you what he actually had to say, or it may not. It was going family friendly. The decision you've had to make and the number one lesson you learned from the experience. I don't really know. I want to say like going family friendly was a it, it wasn't really like a difficult decision. I just knew that I knew that when I was averaging hundreds of thousands of live viewers and like over and getting over like, you know, two million, three million unique visitors every day on my stream. Uh, and when I was obviously playing a game like Fortnite, which is definitely very kid friendly that I should, you know, watch my language and really try to not be as vulgar as I was. So, I mean, like, I don't know. Do you think Ninja would be as big as he is today if he didn't go family-friendly? Absolutely uh, not. No, no. Would no. he still be successful? Probably. Yes. I'm yeah. sure he will. But but would he have gotten the mainstream attention that he did? You know, no when, when those headlines were coming out years ago about how Ninja makes a million dollars a month? No, I, no uh, I don't think so. Yeah, if he like, wasn't so family-friendly, he would not be in the position that he's in. He would not be, uh, like, the ambassador for the Detroit Lions. Yeah. The Detroit Lions, you have to be so family-friendly to even get in the, the door to talk to them. And that's coming from somebody who works on a show in that city that has tried to work with them, yeah. and they don't want to because we're not family-friendly enough. Because of your image. He wouldn't yeah. be getting that deal with Adidas. You yeah. know, like, all those things. None of those things would happen if he was a controversial he would, he would be, streamer. He would just be another, you know, Nick Merckx or another Tim the Tatman, another Pokemon. He wouldn't be a household name. Coming up, a new month means new video game releases. We're about to run down all the latest in gaming that's coming out next month and the one game you have to pick up on launch day. That's coming up in just a bit because ahead next, Dr. Disrespect recently shares his thoughts on the Valorant scene. We'll let you know what surprising thing he actually had to say about it when Checkpoint XP returns. 
Mom Hacks with Megan Riston. Proper sleep is critical for kids. It helps with brain function, mood, and focus. Depending on the age of your child, there are some simple ways to get them resting better. For the child that doesn't want to go to sleep, give them the option of reading two bedtime stories or three bedtime stories before they go to sleep. It's established ahead of time that they have to go to sleep after the stories are done. For older kids, studies have shown that avoiding the use of computers and cell phones helps them fall asleep and stay asleep better. For more mom hacks, check out my blog, mommytravels.net. Spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99 plus an extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th. The esports world continues to grow, and that includes a massive emerging collegiate space. There's going to be one place where you can come and get the latest news for college esports, and that's Checkpoint on Campus, the voice of college esports. So whether it be the latest in college COD or more, make sure you check out Checkpoint on Campus on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Wondering who made our list of the top five all-time queens of country music? Did Carrie Underwood make the cut? Find out now when you text Queens to 45911 and scroll through the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text Queens to 45911 to see the talented artists who rounded out our top five list. Pod Studios or wherever you get your podcasts. Stay in the loop with the latest in esports and video game news and some Twitch drama. Huge elimination on Takamura! Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. Welcome back. You're listening to me, James Campbell, Weird Beard, and the man who stays up all night just to hunt monsters. It's Mr. Platinum, Robbie Landis. Uh, I wasn't able to, though. I, I was planning on it, but it didn't launch right at midnight. And after about 15 minutes afterwards, I was so tired I ended up going to and bed. what was this launch? But this is Monster Hunter Rise on the Switch. Um, obviously, I've had a chance to play it now. I put like 20, 30 hours into it. It's just as much fun as it's always been. Um, and I don't know if it's because I put so much time into Monster Hunter uh, World on the PlayStation from a few years ago. But I don't know. It seems it seems easier as well. Like I'm already like beating hunts in like under five minutes. Wow! Look um, at that was a, a humble a, brag yeah, if I've ever I, heard it. Like, I, a little uh, Monster Hunter flex. I think I know what it is because I played it on stream with a few of my viewers as well, and it was so easy compared to when I used to play the multiplayer on the PlayStation Portable. Mm-hmm. And I think I know what it is. They took out friendly fire. It used to be that if that if you got too close, to like one of your friends, and they were swinging their weapons, they could hit you and knock you down as well. Oh. So there was there was like some strategy that went into it. They don't have friendly fire anymore, so now you just get a monster into the corner with four people and you just beat the crap out of it. There you go. Yeah, I mean it's it's still fun, but it's definitely it's a lot easier than uh, than the OG Monster Hunter that I uh, first played back in the day. Well, awesome, man. Good to hear about the uh, the enjoyment of a new game. Dr. Disrespect had recently been talking about Tens, the star of the Valorant tournament we told you about uh, over the last couple weeks. While he was commenting about Tens, he actually revealed his true thoughts on the Valorant scene. 
and Weird Beard, what did Dr. Disrespect have to say? Uh, I mean, good things, which what? is uh, unusual because here's we've talked many times now about Dr. Disrespect and his close ties to the Call of Duty League, right? Yes. Call of Duty seems to be the world in Dr. Disrespect's, uh, you know, purview. Well, I this is what he had to say about Valorant, and then I want you guys to react and let me know if you agree with it. First, let's hear him talk about why investors need to be in Valorant. I hate them. There he is with a $25 donation. Got the front row seats today, Doc. Are you planning to on entering the Valorant tournament scene anytime soon? Yeah, my team and I, we've been scrimming every night. No, but I think it's a fresh scene to get into. It's the up-and-coming competitive shooter, right? That's already here. If I was a big investor, if I was an esports team or organization that hasn't tapped into Valorant, I don't know what you're doing. And I feel the same kind of way. I've had to cover a lot of this Valorant Masters stuff. Valorant seems to be the game that is bleeding every other game dry. None other more than CSGO. CSGO has seen the largest influx of players be like, nah, forget that game forever, that have done it for 10, 20 years. Like rats on a sinking ship. Yeah, and they've all just run straight over to Valorant. Well, here's the thing you have to keep in mind. First of all is that uh, Riot is the only esports uh, um organization i guess right now uh that already has another successful esports going with league of legends right like over owl is doing fine overwatch League is doing fine from blizzard but it was also sort of their first foray into doing it and you can tell in the same thing with call of duty league right but riot operated with league of legends in the red for i think six or seven years before it finally started to make a profit so they know what the model for success is is and the reason that they haven't had right out the gate a Valorant league ready to go, the reason they've kind of been doing it the way that they have, is because they are currently identifying which brands, which organizations, and which teams are in it for the long Forever. haul, okay, not so you think the quick buck. So if you don't get in now. There goes your chance. Yeah, I mean, you even had uh, Dr. Disrespect then make comments about Tens, uh, the player who was the fill-in on the uh, the team that just won the like big Valorant tournament, right? You had Sinatra who was suspended for sexual uh, harassment or sexual assault allegations. allegations yep. um, and then Tens, after winning, was off- is probably going to be offered a lot of money. This is what the doc had to say. Kelvin Smith, thank you for the dollar ninety nine. Hey, Doc, thoughts on Ten's future with Sentinels in the Cloud Nine situation? Also, can we get an F and Jaffer phase? And the fact that they were wiped out the force of profit with a five. I don't know any Cloud Nine situation. I don't, I don't know what that is. But Ten's future with Sentinels. Uh, I did watch the finals. Actually, I've watched the, the, the games leading up, and. Uh, Practice. Depending on what Sentinels want to do with Tens, if uh, they don't pick them up, I will. Enemy dropping into the, air. the man doesn't even have a team, and he's willing to offer Tens, who uh, reportedly has a $2 million contract buyout. Okay, so here's least. the thing. Do you think Dr. Disrespect could actually legitimately be looking to start a Valorant team and get in to the Valorant scene? Well, I think Call of Duty won't ever have him, so if he's going, if he's going to Valorant, it's going to be the one place. Because well, he could legitimately be an owner of a team. I mean, if Riot was smart, I don't know that I'd let him anywhere near it either though but i feel like he brings a lot i mean he's got a lot of baggage absolutely yes but you, you but. know but you know who else had a lot of baggage as well tyler one he was the only person to ever receive a lifetime ban 
from Riot Games in League of Legends. And over the past few years, they've actually reversed it and turned him into a content creator. Kind of giving him a little, you know, sort of rags to riches, sort of Cinderella story. And now he, he kind of plays, you know, like, like the bad guy, you know, so to speak. But it's a lot more palatable now. So who knows? Maybe. That'd be crazy to see Dr. Disrespect, Dr. Disrespect launch his own Valorant team. Yes. You're listening to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. We just talked about Dr. Disrespect and his views on the Valorant scene. Now we're going to check back in on Ludwig, a streamer who's been streaming for nearly two weeks straight, nonstop. Robbie, what's going on with our good friend Ludwig? <laughs> yeah, so uh, Ludwig still pooping Ogren. on camera? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we talked about him last week. He started a never-ending stream, a, 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 a subathon. Basically, every time that somebody either subbed to his channel or donated 500 bits or more, it would add 10 seconds to the clock. He's been going for nearly two weeks now. Uh, and uh, he actually did a, uh, a little bit of a sit-down with Kotaku uh, based on a comment that he made. Someone had kind of, you know, found a way to estimate how much money he made through this never-ending stream. It was somewhere How many in millions, uh, not quite millions, but it was somewhere within the ballpark of about half a million okay, dollars. Still so a good. lot of money. Yeah. And, and he made the comment that he would see a tiny slice, a little itty bitty fraction of that after everything is said and done. He, he, he first pointed out that, you know, living in California, huge, huge amounts of taxes. Right. OK. Uh, after the taxes are said and done, then Twitch would obviously take its cut, which is 35 percent as per his contract. He then has to pay all of his moderators. He has 15 on staff who he pays five grand a day on top of whatever their base pay is. There are people who are moderating streams making more than me and you who are streaming, James. In a month. In a, in a month. In a day. Well, Ludwig Man. might have a great idea for a stream, but yeah. he's very poor at planning a business. Now, on top of that, he's also donated. He also plans to donate $1 for every sub that he got to a charity of his choosing. And he said that after it's all said and done, he's probably only going to walk away with about 15 grand. Now, uh, an actual tax consultant pointed out that there's a little bit of flaw in his logic here. You actually take taxes out after all of that, after Twitch is cut, after the donations, after you've paid your employees. So it's more than likely that he'll actually be taking home about 80 grand. But, you know, compared to the half a million that he's probably made, it is, you know, a fraction considering. It's crazy considering. that he's only taken away possibly $80,000. After, after performing for essentially two weeks yeah. straight. Two weeks, and when he's earned like $420,000 more. Yeah, it's not about the money today, the brand recognition and how much buzz he How many got. of the people came to your stream because you were doing this and now are going to stick around for a year? Yeah, so it's like you got to pay taxes when you win the lottery. You know what I mean? I see this as like, hey, he may have only taken a little bit, but this man just won the lottery for the next three years in just like PR alone. He had billions of dollars. I had never heard of this guy before this. Me neither, but I do need to apply to be a, a <laughs> mod on his channel because for five grand a day, I'll do it. Coming up, can I, James Campbell, a fully grown man, defeat a nine-year-old? This is so degrading. Can I beat a nine-year-old in a battle of brains and knowledge? Find out in a bit because coming up next... All the latest in gaming that's coming out next month and the one game you have to have on launch day. It's next on Checkpoint XP. Three, two, one. Here we go. Hey everybody, this is Norris Howard from Checkpoint XP on campus here to give you your college esports update. One of the biggest upsets in all of College League of Legends went down this week where Harrisburg ended up falling to Western University in the East Conference Finals. Now, Harrisburg has been underperforming for a little bit, but they were still expected to come out on top. 
However, both teams will still make the bracket for the national championship. In the north, Maryville takes down Illinois State University in a game that went as expected, and Winthrop comes out of the south. Over at College Call of Duty, Ottawa Gold and Ottawa Black still sit at the top of the pile, while the Georgia Southern Eagles remain at number five. BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Award-winning movies often have incredible soundtracks, and many of those have gone on to become country gold. We've picked our top five country songs that have been nominated for an Oscar. Text OSCAR to 45911 to see if your favorite made the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text OSCAR to 45911, and we'll send the link straight to your phone. That was your college esports update. For more, head over to our website at checkpointxp.com. Get in the game. What are we witnessing? The number one esports and video game radio show, Checkpoint XP, where gaming lives. Welcome back. You're hanging with Weird Beard, Robbie Landis, and someone who's super excited to see two of the new Xbox Series X controllers coming out in months. Me. James Campbell. Why are you excited? What Dude, is they it? got the craziest color oh, schemes God. I've ever seen. Okay, so there's a, like a like a, a red, gray, and black like mm-hmm. camo that's coming out, but uh, what's really hot is like a neon slime green controller. Is it like see-through? You can see all like the, the little things and wires and stuff inside it? No, too? that would make it even cooler. <laughs> but did, just, you, did you have a Mad Cats controller growing up, James? I did, oh, absolutely. Well, we couldn't afford the name brand. We had to get the Mad Cats. But anyways, this is an on-brand neon slime green Xbox controller. I can't wait. Uh, April 27th is when it comes out, uh, the end of April. So I'm excited to get a new controller. So James, I'm totally colorblind, but uh, I'll be excited for you, even though Thanks. they're all kind of gray. Um, okay, well, you know, speaking of things that are coming out in April that people can actually look forward to. Uh, let's talk you. about some of the games that are coming out, guys. The first one, uh, which I, you know, there's already been major hype around. I know that Weirdbeard's already excited about this. April 1st, Outriders for every possible uh, console except for the Switch. <laughs> Uh, Weird beard. Are you still are you still on the Outriders hype train? Uh, it still looks good. It's still the demo is still a lot of fun. I've played a lot of the different classes. Um, more than anything else, I think it's going. Even if it's not ground shaking, you know, the game of all games for the year, I think it's still going to be a solid AAA release. This is right, a well, game that's similar to like uh, Gears of War. You uh, use it, the cover it, to it has the third fire person cover. Yeah, yeah, it's a looter shooter. So the idea that you know every time you play it, you're getting tons and tons of loot. You're constantly having to switch in and out. Um, since you haven't played with me on Apex in like two, three weeks, if you actually want to, when this comes out, I'll play with you. Ooh, because wow. you can play with up to two other friends. Oh, really? Yes. Well, maybe I could download it and then we could all play together. Game Pass. Day one on Game Pass. That way you're going to spend a, uh, you know, buy a $60 game. I like it. Uh, we also have uh, April 6th, Oddworld Soulstorm coming out, uh, the latest entry in the Oddworld franchise. Uh, weird, weird. Again, I know this is this is one that you're pretty excited about. Uh, yeah, this is the one that they've teased in all the PlayStation. The weird alien-looking creatures, yes. right? And this is a franchise that's been back for uh, over a decade. I, I can recall playing an Oddworld game uh, on the first PC that my parents ever bought for us back in the 90s. So, I mean, it, it's kind of a platform. Former, uh, you know, like a Jack and Daxter, Ratchet and Clank, pr- with probably a lot less polish. Uh, it'll be fun, though. I, I will I pay for it? Maybe not, but it should be all right. Speaking of things that people probably won't pay for, MLB <laughs> the Show twenty one on April twentieth. What do you think is the least played sports game 
on a console? Do you think it's MLB or do you think it's NHL? NHL is classic. I feel like I think it would probably be, be baseball. Uh, yeah, I haven't played a fun <laughs> baseball game since like World Series baseball on the Sega Genesis. I remember playing the uh, backyard baseball uh, Ooh, PC that sounds game. Fun. Um, but that's that's it. That's it. <laughs> Uh, we also have uh, uh, Humankind, which is coming out on PC and Stadia on April 22nd. Th- th- this is a game that even watching the trailers, I'm still not really sure what this game is. It, it kind of reminds me a little bit uh, in a way of of Lemmings. Right? Okay. You, you recall Lemmings? Yeah. We have like the little guys walking around. Yeah, and you have certain Lemmings safety. that would do certain things to like build like a bridge or whatever. Yeah. You get all the Lemmings yeah. to go across. So all of the stuff that I've seen for this game, it just shows like like people. Just like just like walking, and, and so that that's really the only thing that I have, you know, uh, uh, that makes me think of Lemmings. But it, it looks weird. Yeah, it's probably a weird beard game. Yeah, hundred percent. Are you gonna look into it? Maybe. Nah. No, it's not <laughs> even a weird beard game. Nah. Uh, we also have an April 29th, Assassin's Creed Valhalla: Wrath of the Druids, the first expansion. Uh, for Assassin's Creed. I'm sure there's a lot of people looking forward to that. I never finished the game. I put 60 hours into it and still didn't finish it. So I don't know that it's ever going to happen. But the real game changer. Yes. This is what everybody's looking forward yes. to. Yes. On the Nintendo Switch, on April 30th, the newest Pokemon Snap. Pokemon Snap! Uh-oh. Oh, another Pokemon game, huh? My, girl, my girlfriend's so excited. She's like, I'm going to take pictures of Pokemon all day. I'm never going to sleep. I'm just going to take pictures of Pokemon. Is but this it's, the one where you're on like an amusement park ride and you just take pictures? Of. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Okay. Uh, the, the reviews that I've been seeing, they're like, Pokemon Snap is exactly what you remember, but better. Yeah. And I mean, again, April 30th is just the pre-order, mm-hmm. correct? That means that they're still waiting oh, time. Oh, yes, you're right. You're right. Only the pre-order. I got a little ahead of myself. A little excited there. Uh, and then lastly, uh, Returnal for the PS5 on April 30th. One of the first P- true PS5 exclusives. Uh, this is one. It, it looks kind of, James, you would definitely classify this as a scary game. Oh, boy. It, look, it looked <laughs> gorgeous in all the stuff that they've done. It's, it's, like, it's like a Dead Space meets oh, Doom wow, kind yeah. of vibe, isn't it? Isn't, it? isn't that the one? Yeah, like yeah. You're, uh, you're on an alien planet all by yourself, and you're like trying to go through and just survive. It's, mm-hmm. it's beautiful. They've used it in the cinematics and just... Mwah. I don't know if you can make a game scarier than by putting you like in a horror element, but also now you're in outer space. Uh, well, they they have giant tentacles. And monsters. then okay, they made it scary. <laughs> That's all they needed. Gaming on a budget. We've got a game for free. Three ninety nine. Checkpoint XP's free game of the week. This week's free game of the week is Far Cry Five. I have apostles. I help the blind to see. I save souls. But unlike the chosen one sent before, God will never let you take me. That's right. All April on PlayStation Plus, Far Cry 5 is one of your free games to download. Uh, I have to say, out of all the Far Cry games, I would definitely recommend people try out 5. Um, I think I tried to get into either 3 or 4, and it wasn't really my cup of tea, but there's something about 5. This is the one that's actually set in America. I think it takes place like out in Colorado or something and there's like this, this, this. Like a cult? It's like this cult. Yeah, this homegrown cult sort of thing starts to like rise up and takes this, uh, uh, this small county hostage, essentially. And, uh... It's everything you would expect from a Far Cry, you know, third-person shooter or first-person shooter where you get to go around, you know, solving all these issues, taking on these bad guys and stuff. Big open world. Uh, yes. Lots huge, of weird huge humor. open world. It was really weird for me because you would think that when it comes to video games, you know, you want fantasy settings, right? You want futuristic settings. 
this was literally like playing in my hometown. It's like, like modern like, time. Yeah. Like out in the country. It's right? placed like, in Montana. There you I think go. Montana. And in some of these like farms and some of these places, like like literally I have been to places like this where I grew up out in the boonies. So it was really weird kind of seeing like, you know, what what I consider like just normal everyday stuff. And then being in a video game with it, and, and you would think that would be like a criticism, but I don't know. I, I guess it's because not many games do that. They try to go for like you know the over the top, overblown alien worlds or going into the past, you know, nights and stuff like that. But it was really cool being set just like in present day America. Well, the big problem th- this game was uh, protested quite a lot. Um, many Pro- people quote saw unquote, that quote protested yeah. by 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 major news outlets. Yeah, it was politicized because this really uh, at the time people thought that it was. A an indictment of you know people on a, of a certain political uh, you know I would faction. Al- I would okay. also like to point out that uh, Wolfenstein: The New Colossus came out at the exact same time, and they also politicized that, which was just shooting Nazis. So, yeah. so I mean, like, if you want to take a look past what you know some people call politically charged stuff. Uh, it has a really cool uh, story. The char- the main bad guy villain isn't necessarily as good as um, some of the others. I, the I don't know. I thought it was pretty decent. It's and all right. great, great ending that will have you tearing your hair out. But also they came out with sort of like a sequel, uh, Far Cry New Dawn, which takes place like 20, 30 years later uh, after some nukes go off. Spoilers. Uh, and, and basically you get to see how this, this event you know, change the entire landscape of the game. You could go through and, and, and sort of oh, go okay. So then the to new dawn the is essentially the same like locale, exact same location. Here's how it changed. It has after, a lot of the same characters uh, and how they changed yeah. as well. It's really really cool. And yeah, the, the, I definitely recommend picking the it up. The one cool thing that they, uh, yeah, exactly. The one cool thing they put in there is that the main bad guys essentially like if you've ever heard the story of uh, drinking the Kool Aid, you know, oh, where yeah. they had the cult and everything like mm-hmm. that. That's what this guy is doing. So if you have a tangential interest in like weird Jonestown stuff. Stuff where they're gonna, you know, all get together in the robes and whatnot and drink the Kool Aid. This game will at least have you interested. Now, are you working against this uh, fanatical cult leader, or yes. are you working with, you, or do you get yeah. to choose? You actually start out. You're, uh, I believe, a, a, a deputy of, of some sort. I forget yes. exactly which arm of the law you come, but you're basically going in there to try and, you know, see what you can do to kind of, you know, help the the, the folks of Hope County. Uh, is what it is. So there's your free game of the week, Far Cry Five, available for free on PS Plus for the month of April. Now, coming up, I am about to go head-to-head with somebody who's still in elementary school (laughs) to see who needs to go back to hitting the books during spring break. Next on Checkpoint XP. The chicken sandwich war ain't over yet. Introducing Zaxby's new signature sandwich with a double-hand-breaded filet, split-top... BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Award-winning movies often have incredible soundtracks, and many of those have gone on to become country gold. We've picked our top five country songs that have been nominated for an Oscar. Text OSCAR to 45911 to see if your favorite made the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text OSCAR to 45911, and we'll send the link straight to your phone. Bun and Zach Sauce, our new spicy Zach Sauce, only at Zaxby's. Live from the Checkpoint XP studios. He's about to pull off oh, the Alamo, oh, he's unbelievable! Nico is on fire! Oh my goodness, how does he do this? On radio's number one show for esports and competition, Checkpoint XP Radio, a Beasley esports product. Welcome back, you're listening to me, James Campbell, as well as Weird Beard, 
and someone who has successfully installed a new capture card <laughs> into his computer for streaming purposes, Mr. Platinum Robbie Landis. How are you allowed to be in here? Oh, You're a genius among guys, most idiots. Guys, the, it, it's, there uh, he goes. The, the EVGA <laughs> XR1. You'll never believe it. I plugged it in. I don't even know what you just said. I look. I just I plugged it in. I turned the game on. And it just worked, James. You I know just can't believe. The first time. I feel like you and Not I, like James. the Elgato, huh? The Elgato, you got to plug it in four times and reset and, yeah. <laughs> James, I feel like we're just like banging rocks and sticks together over we're here. We're cavemen over here. <laughs> ooh, ooh, me me yeah. want to learn how to capture a card. And yeah. Robbie has it all Robbie has out. fire it's, already. It's great. He's it's got fire and he's a, cooking bison. It's a whole new world. All right, today, Robbie and Weirdbeard are looking to give me an easy win. Or let's be honest, they're really looking to embarrass me because I'm about to face off against a nine-year-old in a video game Hall of Fame trivia. And we are joined by Bailey. Hello. Hello. Hello, Bailey. So, Bailey, before we get started here, I want to ask you some questions. Uh, I want to make sure you are here on your own free will. You are not being held to do this, right? You, you, you voluntarily came on your own free will. Okay, she gave Weird Beard a weird look about that. Yes. And now, Bailey, you play a lot of video games? Mm. What's your favorite video game to play right now? Fortnite. I'm going to take you down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so today we are playing uh, What's the Real Game in the Hall of Fame? That's right. So uh, I'm going to go back and forth between each of you. I'm going to tell you two games. One of these games is in the Hall of Fame. The other is not. You have to tell me which is in the Hall of Fame. And to make sure that the competitive integrity is is consistent here, make sure that everyone has a fair and equal chance, James, you get three lifelines that Bailey does not get access to. Because you need the help more than she does. So you, yeah, can, you can ask Weirdbeard once, you can get a clue from me, or I can give you the release date of the real game within okay. these. So I can ask okay. Weirdbeard, mm-hmm. I can ask Weirdbeard, get the release date. Or a clue from me. No, no telling how, or how, a clue how, from Robbie. how obscure a clue that from clue Robbie may be. It's a real wild card. Yes. It is. It absolutely is. And you can use those on all, all the same if you want, but you can only use each of them one time. All right. So all right. let's start with you, James, just because, Aha. again, you're the away team. I get the champion's right. advantage here. All right. Here we go. James, which of these two games is in the video game Hall of Fame, Microsoft Solitaire, or Minesweeper. Oh my god, come on, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> Both <laughs> two classic games on the PC that probably most people start playing. So either Solitaire or Minesweeper. I'm not going to ask when they came out. None of these lifelines I think are really going to help here, <laughs> unless I ask Weirdbeard just for the answer. But I'm going to say, because we've watched some videos of people on stream playing Minesweeper, mm-hmm. and keeping in mind some of the requirements to be an actual Hall of Fame game... I think Minesweeper is the game that is in the Hall of Fame. Well, and, and technically, Solitaire was a card game before it was a video it's just game, digitized. right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Microsoft Solitaire is in the Hall what? of Fame. <laughs> Minesweeper oh. is not. <laughs> Sorry, James. Well, you are still a zero. Are you I, kidding me? I also did not know that because I play neither of those games. <laughs> Thank you. At least Bailey didn't know either. All right. Bailey, which of these two games is in the Hall of Fame? Lego Batman or Minecraft? I'm familiar with Minecraft, okay. but not the other. Lego Batman? The Lego Batman, it's basically a Batman game, but they're all like little Lego people. So which of these do you think is in the is in the video game Hall of Fame? I am going to say Minecraft because I know that on YouTube I've actually seen like multiple different people play it. 
Look at the big brain on yeah. Bailey. Yeah, and Bailey, Minecraft is correct. She's kidding me! I'm already losing to a nine-year-old! This is so degrading. All right, all right, all right. Let me let me give uh, <sighs> let me give an easier one to James then. Please, right? yes. One one that's a bit more current. All right, James. Which of these is in the video game Hall of Fame? Is it Final Fantasy Online? Okay. Or is it World of Warcraft? <sighs> well, easier one. He says they're both like massively multiplayer online games. They're both massively popular. Um, and one of them led to my career. I'm, mm, I wonder if that was a clue here. He just uh, he gave Weird Beard a weird look about the career comment. <laughs> You're playing talking? the game. Just just answer, James. My guess, only because I feel like it's by far much more massively popular, World of Warcraft. Is it World of, of Warcraft is correct. And it's tied up. There you go. Back in All it. All right. He's not going to go. Well, he's not going to be completely decimated. We have that at, at the very the least. All right. Bailey, which of these games is in the video game Hall of Fame? The Legend of Zelda or A Boy and His Blob? Have you heard of both of those games? I've heard of Legend of Zelda. Of course. You, Lizzie, weird beard. <laughs> How often does Weird Beard talk about that game? A lot. I thought so. <laughs> a lot. Even we have it on the Switch. And I do play it like once in a while, but not that much. So, Bailey, do you think it's Legend of Zelda or the one you haven't heard of? The one I have not heard of. You think so that's the one. So you think a boy in his blob is in the video game Hall of Fame. Final answer. Okay, she locked in. What's the answer? Unfortunately, Bailey, The Legend of Zelda is the one that is in the video game Hall of Fame. That's okay. Ooh, J- James, so got one, James got one wrong, too. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> one to one. All right, James. So close, Bailey, but not close enough. Here's the next one for you. Space Invaders... Okay. Or Snake. Oh. oh. No. Every time I'm like, oh, it's got to be Space Invaders. You follow it up with another one that could be equally possible. Space Invaders or Snake. I mean, Snake, you've seen it on the computer. You see it on your Nokia phone. But Space Invaders, man, that's got some longevity, right? Some longevity. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm going, I'm just going to go with my instincts. I think it's Space Invaders. As soon as you said Space Invaders, I'm like, that's got to be in there. There's no way Space Invaders is not in the video game Hall of Fame, even though your look is telling me that I could be incredibly wrong. But that's my final answer, Space Invaders. Space Invaders is correct? Yes! <laughs> Did a full spin on it. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Bailey, you need to search deep within yourself. You know that I've trained you to, to win this, okay? You're going to get yeah. this next one right. All right, Bailey, which of these two games is in the video game Hall of Fame? Is it Pokemon Red and Green or Digimon Adventures? It is actually very much a tough one. I've played neither, but I very much have played Pokemon Go before. But I'm going with Pokemon Green and Red. I think we're the two. That is the correct answer. Red and Green is in the Hall of Fame. It's tied up again. James, we are playing. Uh, James is currently facing off with uh, Bailey, Weirdbeard's uh, daughter here, in a game of video game Hall of Fame trivia. It's currently tied up two to two. Tied with a nine-year-old. <laughs> I'm really the hoping I take the lead. in your court, James. Which right. of the following games is in the video game Hall of Fame? Colossal Cave Adventure or River City Ransom? Oh, my gosh. At least I've heard of River City Ransom. 
It's like a like a double dragon or whatever, like a beat em up. It's not. <laughs> Rivers and Ransom's not a beat em up? No. Oh my gosh, then I am way off. I'm going to have, I need a clue here. I'm going to go to my lifelines here and I need a clue, Mr. Robbie Landis. All right. So your clue is that uh, one of these games features the first ever Easter egg in a game. But that one is not in the Video Game Hall of Fame. Okay, so one of the games features an Easter egg. One the of the very, first, very first Easter yes. egg. And that is the one that is not in the Hall of Fame. So I have River City Ransom, and what was the other one? Colossal Cave Adventure. Oh my gosh, I've never played Colossal. I've never even heard of it. Colossal Game Adventure sounds like a game you play in elementary school, like to learn <laughs> numbers. <laughs> Cave Explorer. That's what it sounds like. Um, River City Ransom, could it have the first Easter egg? I'm going to say... I think Colossal Cave Adventure has the very first Easter egg. So, therefore, it is not in the Hall of Fame. And I'm going River City Ransom, Hall of Fame, lock it in, final answer. You ready, Bailey? You ready to hear this? I am. River City Ransom was the first game to ever feature an Easter egg. No, I got it wrong. (laughs) But Colossal Cave Adventure is in the Hall of Fame. Bailey, this is for the win. Are you ready? All right, Bailey, which of these two games is in the video game Hall of Fame? Sonic the Hedgehog. Or Jazz the Jackrabbit. You could want to give him like the easiest one possible. I played right, them both. I've, I've had many t- moments with both these animated animals. <laughs> Bailey, which one do you think is in the Hall of Fame? Sonic the Hedgehog, because I've actually played it before like 10 million times. That's so. right. And guess what, Bailey? Sonic the Hedgehog is in the video game Hall of Fame. And she wins? She just beat a boomer. <laughs> Bailey, you won! That's embarrassing. I'm glad we didn't like put any bets like we're gonna dress up in a weird costume or do anything silly based on this, because I did this is bad. From the high highs. An absolute monster to the low lows. Who nailed it and who failed it on Checkpoint XP radio. It's every parent's worst nightmare checking your bank account or credit card statement and seeing a big old purchase courtesy of Epic Games, the creators of Fortnite. Well, this TikTok went viral after a mother found out her son spent $240 on V-Bucks in Fortnite. You out! Get the f*** out! Get out! I'm gonna beat your f***ing ass! Why you got 49 thousand V-Bucks? <laughs> you better go to f- to sleep. Go to sleep! Go to sleep! The f- got 43 That's how you know the when, when a kid has officially fried a parent is when they just go, just Go to sleep. I don't even know what to say to you anymore. Every time she tries to save 45,000 V-Bucks, her anger just boils to a new height. Oh, it's, man. it's not that bad. It's like 240 bucks in like real life, real human okay, beings considering- money. I just want to know what the kid thought was going to happen. Like kids just don't have that connection of the next step. Well, probably wasn't expecting that. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, go to sleep, go to sleep. I'm like, is she have him in a headlock? She's choking him out. That's what it sounded like. It's that scene from Avengers where Stark's punching the Hulk. Go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that was wild. Well, there's the conclusion of this week's Nailed It and Failed It with the kid who stole his mom's credit card and blew a ton of money on Fortnite without her permission. Coming up, we're checking the gaming headlines. Robbie, what do you have in store for us? Oh, get the tissues ready because Weird Beard is about to have a breakdown. BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. (laughs) 
Award-winning movies often have incredible soundtracks, and many of those have gone on to become country gold. We've picked our top five country songs that have been nominated for an Oscar. Text OSCAR to 45911 to see if your favorite made the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text OSCAR to 45911, and we'll send the link straight to your phone. Over a recent video game delay. Oh, Another man. one? <laughs> Find out what weird beer is going to break down over this time when Checkpoint XP returns. Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. Noobs teased, but welcome with James, Robbie, and Weird Beard. Welcome back. I'm James Campbell. And with me is Robbie Landis, as well as someone who's very upset about the lack of coverage for the recent Legend of Zelda anniversary. Weird beard. Why? Why does Nintendo do this to us? Why am I? Weren't you the one that told us, oh, they're going to announce Breath of the Wild expansion 2 and everything? Very excited about some sort of Legend of Zelda announcement that was coming up. Yeah, but there's uh, there's nothing but crickets. I have faith still. Crickets and cuckoos. So the thing that's been trending on Twitter recently is that Mario is supposed to die on the last day of this month. And it's because that's sorry. What? Because they've been. It's because they're taking all the Mario games for the anniversary. Superstar. The three anniversaries. You are this desperate for a Zelda announcement that you've gone this far down the rabbit hole that you think they're going to kill off Mario. Yes, there's a Mario murder conspiracy. And now, once Mario's out of the way, oh my gosh, Link and the Legend of Zelda can reign supreme over 2021. You have fallen so far. We need to get to the news. The guy is unreal. My goodness. This is gaming update with Robbie Landis on Checkpoint XP Radio. All right, speaking of the news, the British Academy of Film held their first video games award show this past week on Twitch. And uh, among many, many rewards, the roguelike indie Switch game Hades actually went home with best game. And obviously, you know, gaming rewards are nothing new to us, right? Uh, Jeff Keeley has been hosting the Game Awards now for years. But how cool is it that the British Academy of Film now is also starting to recognize video games, everything that goes into them, from the performances, you know, to the art of making them themselves? That's great to get that kind of recognition. And, like, I've noticed as I was doing the show with uh, Weird Weird and Robbie, you guys really take games and analyze them the way critics do movies mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. And I never, I didn't really get that. But now that I we're talking games and you're showing me the different cutscenes and different things and character arcs, it's all starting to make sense. So that's awesome that the British Academy of Film is giving how, awards. To how, video how, games. how long you think until uh, uh, the Academy, uh, you know, here in America, actually starts putting them as part of their own awards? Well, show? the fact that the only people that care about movie award shows are in nursing retirement homes right now, <laughs> or, <laughs> I, I, or the actors in the films themselves. Yeah, like they're gonna have to do it to try to connect with those mm-hmm. TikTok and Gen Zers. The director of John Wick is looking to make a video game movie adaptation. Ghost of Tsushima was a huge success last year, focusing on realistic and difficult combat set in Japan and centered around samurais. And now it looks like the John Wick director wants to make a movie adaptation of it. Wow, I think he might be the guy for the job. I mean, well, John Wick feels like a video game. Like, when you watch it with all the crazy, like, oh, it's so good. But, like, I I don't know. We've had this discussion many times, especially talking about like the uh, recent um, uh, Monster Hunter movie and Mm -hmm. whatnot. Can there be a good video game movie? I've still been yet to convince. He may do the best job, 
but I, I don't really the believe The secret it. is to find games that don't really have a story so that that way when you make your movie, people can't say, well, that's not how it was in the game. Rampage, still number one video game movie all time. Fight me. Uh, Rick, I'm sorry to say, but the uh, spiritual successor to Left 4 Dead has been delayed. That's oh, man. Back beyond for Blood. disappointing. That is a bummer. I was it, excited for that one, yeah, too. Yeah, Back for Blood was originally slated to release in mid-June, but it's now been pushed back till mid-October. So I guess the uh, alpha testing must not have gone very well or whatever, because I know they had that open... You could have... I, don't I know, mean, Maybe look, it was beta? Even, even without all your developers working from home in the midst of a global pandemic, like stuff like this is going to happen. As gamers, we just have to be okay with the oh, fact... Yeah. That when games are delayed, it's so that the end product is better for us. Well, to make up for it, they actually announced that there's going to be an open beta for everybody who wants to play it coming oh. in summer, like the June-July time period. Okay, so it might not be released, but we might still be able to play portions of Something it. that's close to it. So as long as I'm able to play it come yeah. this summer in some way, shape, or fashion, I'll be okay. I also feel like probably waiting till around uh, Halloween for your release date is oh, probably, yo, probably a better PR move. Yes, yes. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. GameStop has seen its ups and downs, mostly downs recently. Uh, and here comes another. The former Nintendo of America president and beloved industry veteran Reggie Fiamese is stepping down from the GameStop board of directors. Now, no concrete reason was given but if Reggie couldn't turn it around, it's probably not a good sign for GameStop. Do you guys think that uh, he was asked to leave, or do you think that maybe he kind of saw that the, the sinking ship can't be saved and, and kind of decided, uh, you know, it's time to go? I'm half and half. Like, not they, they have had the upward bounds of all the stock stuff recently. But that's not going to do anything for the actual business. But then, on the other hand, they brought in the Reddit people. Yeah, who, they brought like, in the, 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 what, the, the, the bets. Deep effing value. Yeah, but, but remember, they brought him in to to help sort of spearhead their their transition to a digital storefront, which is a good idea. Like, that's what they're losing out to is digital storefront. So it feels weird that Reggie wouldn't think that that was a good move. I mean, maybe they feel whatever the, the, the Wall Street bets guy that just got hired in, maybe they're seeing whatever he wants to do with the company, and that doesn't fit with the, the story that... Uh, the current Reggie wants to wants to deal with. So. Well, you know what? They should have went with what, what what Reggie's plan was. That's all I gotta say. Genshin Impact made a huge splash when it launched last year. It's been compared to Zelda Breath of the Wild because of its bright colors and anime-like aesthetic. It's also a huge open-world game, and in the six months since it's released, it's made one billion dollars wow. through its gotcha mechanics, which allows players to spend money to randomly get characters and hope they're good ones. Which one have you spent on Genshin Impact, Rick? Zero. I've, I've, really? I have played it tough and not sunk money into Genshin at all. He's Play, got that Steam that, uh, hole in his that, uh, that free-to-play life, huh? Yeah, and it's terrible. It's the worst <laughs> way to play the game, but I'll do it either way. Monster Hunter Rise released last week on the Nintendo Switch, and uh, I wasn't able to play a whole lot until much later in the day. But in Japan... The CEO of a VR tech company and all his employees were able to play it whenever they wanted as he declared Monster Hunter Rise launch day a company holiday. Come on, for real? For real. Who do we have to petition to make that happen here <laughs> in our company? Uh, finally, following the release of the 2020 Overwatch League MVP skin for Fleta, which is a skin of a hero, uh, Echo, called Good vs. Evil. Half the character is like white and gold and angelic, and the other half is all black and fiery and evil. Uh, each year, the Overwatch League makes a special edition skin for both the regular season MVP and the championship winners, but they have announced that Fleta's MVP skin 
will be the last. Wow. I mean, I think it's for the best, like especially with the controversy Boo! of the Sinatra stuff. No, yeah, see, whatever. Look, they didn't give any concrete reasons as to why, but considering the fact that they had to refund the last MVP skin because it turns out that Sinatra was a creep, this is obviously them looking at it going, oh, no, we allegedly don't want... Allegedly a creep. We, allegedly a creep, whatever. <laughs> They're looking at it going, oh, no, we don't want this to happen again. What if one of our other MVPs... Is, like, come on. This 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 isn't punishing Sinatra. This is now punishing your player base. Like, the MVP skins, those were actually really cool. A great way to monetize your game, which you're already having trouble doing, Blizzard. And now to be like, oh, no, we don't want to have to possibly run into this again. Like, this, this is a cop-out. Yeah, I agree. That's uh, kind of a bummer that they're ruining the experience for everybody due to one player's mm-hmm. alleged uh, mishaps. Yeah. That's it for the Checkpoint XP gaming news update. For more, you can head on over to our website, CheckpointXP.com. Thank you, Robbie, for that update. There's some rumblings in the video game industry that have some gamers excited and some gamers shaking in their boots. Now, the rumors are that the company behind the voice chat program, Discord, wants to go public. Along with those rumors were also that Microsoft, was looking to buy Discord for $10 billion. <laughs> Robbie, Weird Beard, uh, do you think this would be a good or a bad thing? That is, first of all, a lot of money. That's, that's a ton more, of cash. That's more than Microsoft paid for Bethesda. Um, oh, I don't know. I'm 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 middle of the road on here. Uh, I, I think at best they buy Discord, they leave it alone. They just let it keep doing what it's doing to make them money. Yeah, right? make some money off those nitro boosts or whatever. Like, but I, like for me, I'm a Discord user. Yeah, and that's Discord's great. Crazy for me to even say like I know how to use Discord because a lot of people don't. It's, well, yeah, Discord it's, it's, is superior program yeah. to Teams, to Skype, to Zoom, like to all the other things out there. Discord is so easy to use. Yeah, if you're not familiar with it, it's essentially would you say like it's a message board, but it's it, also it a both, messaging app where both, you can have. Yeah, it has both chat rooms in it as well as the ability to conference call. And unlike Zoom and in, 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 uh, Discord and stuff like that, I don't think there's a limit to how many people you can have in it for free. Yeah. There's no timer that's going to cut you off after 45 minutes. It's one of those programs that, like, it, features of it have been turned into larger programs that regular people would know. Discord is integral into how gaming and the gaming communities work. Like, it's literally bedrock foundation. This is how gamers but, communicate with one another when right. they're in-game if yes. they're not using but, an in-game but chat. But there's nothing about it that says that it's like it's like specific to games, right? Correct. Yeah. Anyone can use it for anything. It just was born out of the gamer world. Um, I guess my biggest fear is that once Microsoft got it, they would want to find more ways to monetize it. And then, you know, like Skype or like Zoom, we would start to get the free version of it. But if you really want to be able to, you know, unlock and use everything the way that we do now, that you would then have to start paying for it. Um, I think best case scenario, having Discord integration on something like Xbox would be phenomenal. We, we, we play with a guy, our buddy Zod, on Apex, and he has to use it on his phone. So sometimes you'll get, like, you know, the gun sound effects or even us talking, echoing through yeah, yeah, Discord. Yeah. yeah. All we have to do, all we can do is wait and see what the future holds for Discord there. Now, we asked on social media over at Checkpoint XP on Twitter and Facebook, what games do you think should get put into the video game Hall of Fame? We'll talk about your answers in just a bit, because coming up next... We're going to find out what the heck Smurfing is and why was it banned from Dota 2. No, seriously, Smurfing. It's a real phrase. It's smurfing. a real term. It's like when you pull your pants down. Nope, Somebody pulls your nope. pants down, right? Nope. That's, oh. that's pantsing. Oh, well. Close enough. When I grew up, we called that Smurfing. Find out what Smurfing is and why it was banned when Checkpoint XP returns. 
Mum Hacks with Megan Riston. To make lunch packing easier throughout the week, make pre-portioned sides and snacks that can be ready to grab and go. Use snack size Ziploc bags or small reusable containers and create individual portions of grapes, berries, baby carrots, crackers, popcorn, raisins, or other fruits and veggies. When your kids are making their lunches, they can quickly check the pantry or fridge and grab what they want. You will also want to buy convenient foods that come individually packaged like trail mix, granola bars, cheese sticks, beef jerky, applesauce, fruit cups, and yogurt. For more mom hacks, check out my blog, mommytravels.net. Spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99 plus an extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th. Listen, we know that there's a ton of video game podcasts out there, but I guarantee you, you've never heard one like this one. Checkpoint Daily is one of the only podcasts for esports and gaming coming out every single day. One of the only ones worth... BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. (laughs) Wondering who made our list of the top five all-time queens of country music? Did Carrie Underwood make the cut? Find out now when you text Queens to 45911 and scroll through the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text Queens to 45911 to see the talented artists who rounded out our top five list. Listening to anyway. That's absolutely true. So whether we're talking about the latest developments with who Nintendo decides to sue or the LCS, we've got the lowdown. So make sure you check us out at Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, B Pod Studios, or wherever you get your podcasts. Time for the big brain plays. Checkpoint XP is back on your radio with James, Robbie, and Weird Beard. Welcome back. You've got me, James Campbell, and joining me are Weird Beard, as well as someone who knows when to fight. Now, when to hide in a bush, <laughs> it's Mr. Platinum, Robbie Landis. Oh, uh, you're talking about Apex Legends, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, uh, you posted a, you posted a you clip wanna... hiding in a bush. Yeah, well, it worked, didn't it? It did work. That I guy, that guy swung away. I was able to get Weird Beard back up. We healed. He swung back down, and I got him. And you know what? That is not the first time that hiding in a bush has been the difference between victory and defeat. You want to know how I know it works? Because it's worked on me before. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Robbie Landis. Hiding in a bush. You want to know the only the only way to do that is if you have a crappy PC, just play with the settings all the way down, and you can see people hiding in there, bushes. There, there have been times oh, real? where people have just <laughs> there have been times where people have just crouched in the corner, not even anything in them, and I've still ran right by them before because nothing's moving. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you got to keep your eyes sharp. Keep them sharp. Robbie Landis, the master of hiding in bushes. This week we talked to Aiden Scott, a DJ who discovered a way to continue his livelihood after the pandemic struck and took away live events as we knew them. Aiden found a way to continue to chase his passion of DJing funk music by building a community on Twitch, carving out a niche on a site that most people would assume could only work for video game content. Yo, what's up everyone? My name is Aiden Scott here in Philadelphia. I've been a DJ since 1998. And more recently, we've gotten into the whole streaming world, and I threw a party in real life called Funked, which I have brought to the platform, to the streaming platform, and it's essentially a party for people who are tired of the more top 40 uh, uh, genres that you, that you, you know, would typically go at clubs, but it's a place where 
everyone's welcome. It's all about a good time and people dancing and communicating and creating community. Yo, everyone, make sure you're sharing this stuff on social media with the hashtag Disco Fridays. Let's keep growing Disco Fridays. This is a little thing that me, Steve Disco Newsome, DJ Codus, and Sam Tweaks put together. Like, we were just like, we wanted to play disco records. And here we are, 12 months later almost. What's my favorite part about streaming on Twitch? Man, there's so many things that are good about Twitch that uh, that don't translate to the real world DJing. You can create a community around the music or the games you love to play. And that, that freedom to be able to play music that you love to people who also appreciate you and love you for doing so is such a great feeling. Okay, so if my advice to people who want to become a Twitch streamer now or in the future is make sure you're doing something that you love. Make sure you're not doing something because you want viewers or you are trying to pander to an audience to get viewers because that is a fleeting audience. If you guys want to connect with me on socials, you can find me on Instagram. Just go to at DJ Aiden Scott on Instagram. It's twitch.tv forward slash DJ Aiden Scott. But I stream every Monday, uh, Wednesday, and Thursday from 7 to 9 p.m. right now. And I do a Disco Fridays party on Twitch from noontime to 2 p.m. Eastern on Fridays. You're listening to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and video games. Now, most people have never heard the term smurfing before outside of Saturday morning cartoons, but it's a term that has a totally different meaning in video games. And now a huge game has banned smurfing within their games. Weird, weird. What the hell is smurfing? Okay, so smurfing is something that exists in any video game that has a competitive scene of some sort, right? Okay. So it essentially means that you are a high-skilled player who makes a new account to start in the ranked side of a game again, just curb-stomping noobs. Okay, like, so if Robbie Land is here, Mr. Platinum, mm-hmm. well, he's got the Platinum status in Apex Legends. If he went back and created another account... I would start and in bronze. And then he bronze. was just stomping everybody in the bronze level. Yep. And the idea is, is that you try to stay in that. So you also throw games so that you don't get up back into silver or gold. Okay. And so you stay in there and basically just run amok over everyone. Yeah, it's being able to, to beat up on the little baby kids because you don't want to play against people that are actually like You want to put on skill. your big boy pants and yeah. take on a real challenge. You just want to... He's like a bully. Yes, like a, like a, exactly like a junior high bully. Yeah. Correct. So the big news was essentially from this past week that Valve, the creators of Dota 2, have now explicitly said smurfing is a thing that will get you banned. Before, in most video games, it's always been like... It's something that's frowned upon, and it's... The problem is it's hard to prove... Yeah, like when how you're are, smurfing. How are you going to tell that, uh, James, if you're playing a game of Realm Royale, you're mm-hmm. not just having a good day? Or, you know what I mean? Like, hey, just because somebody made a new account doesn't mean that you aren't allowing that. Like, even if they're a brand new account that's really good. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. for, for for example, Overwatch is another one that if you, you if you can prove that someone's smurfing, you'll have your account deleted. I've known people who have actually named their smurf accounts so-and-so smurf account uh-huh. and they get banned as a result because i mean you're, you're blatantly like admitting to it right so mm-hmm. in no game is it quote-unquote allowed but it's nice to see that dota has like decided like they're going to officially take a so stand are they like the first it. game to actually take a take a stance yes. and they're like on the wall if you smurf we will smurf you right out well that's exactly what it is and it really is showing like how long until 
most other games start doing something like that. You know what I mean? Like, because Dota 2 came out and they said, hey, smurfing ruins the quality of gameplay for our players. Like, it's no fun to get your, you know, your butt stomped in when you're just playing a game. Like, I, well, if uh, again, better, how do you how do you prove someone is smurfing? Because none of this is hacking. None of this is somebody who, like, they're is all, using programs. It's all about uh, abiding by yeah. the rules. Even, even if someone was to go so far as to be like, all right, James, uh, I see by taking a look at your IP addresses that this person in Masters lives in your house and then this person in bronze who has like the best kill rate we've ever seen also lives in your house is this a smurf and you're like oh no that's uh that's my cousin he plays sometimes when he comes over look that's my fiance she's probably the greatest player of all time <laughs> well let's let's be honest your fiance would have the masters account you'd have the bronze account thank you for pointing that out robbie you're welcome so the only downside so far of this Dota 2 smurfing ban is, uh, according to the blog post that they is announced it. downside? Yes. I, I don't see it. So. They said, we will primarily focus on new accounts created after today for which we have high confidence in. So that means that they're not really going to be going back and anybody who already has smurf accounts is not going to really stem the tide of the people that are already being jerks out there. Uh, they said that they will occasionally manually ban pre-existing conditions that are clearly game-ruining. Well, I like how they're saying, essentially, all the old jerks, they're okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> new new jerks, jerks. Stay out of our game, new jerks. So, I mean, I just don't know. James, like, when you're playing a video game, uh, do you play competitive? And if you do, what ruins the experience the most for you? Uh, just getting smoked. <laughs> the ruins it. If, I, if, if every single match I drop into, I'm smoked instantly. I just I'll find another game that I might be a little more successful at playing, and I think that's so. something that like we run into in Apex sometimes. Robbie is like you, you can tell, yeah, you know. Look, sometimes you drop, you don't find a weapon. I don't know who to blame there, right? Like, yeah. like I don't have a weapon. That's, you sometimes do. that's Sorry. just the game. Yeah, you know? exactly. But sometimes you know you're going up against somebody who's uh, way when, when there's better. like a single person who somehow managed to get a hundred percent accuracy to tapping your whole squat. Like, come on, guys. Yeah. So I mean, I think it's good. I think that uh, you know Valve, and it's crazy that this is Valve that's doing all of this when Counter Strike is one of the most smurfed games out there, right? Like, it has a punishing, brutal ranking system and that almost encourages you ranked players to create smurfs. You don't think that because of all the stuff that CSGO has been going through from, you know, the cheating scandals last year to, to, to bleeding players to... Uh to Valorant that Valve's not like, you know what, maybe we should start looking after our Dota scene so that that doesn't fall apart. I think that's that may be a that little bit of a, a something for them. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I just don't know. I think it's a good move for Dota 2. I'm excited to see if other companies are going to start codifying it and making it a rule. Uh, but as of right now, you know, hopefully Dota 2 is able to get rid of a smurfing problem and this is how they're going to choose to do it. We asked on social media, on Twitter and Facebook, at Checkpoint XP, what games do you think should get put into the video game Hall of Fame. Any game that you think belongs in the Video Game Hall of Fame, that's what we're going to be talking about when Checkpoint XP returns. Hey, this is Callie with the Checkpoint XP Save the Date calendar, letting you know about the latest esports competitions to look forward to in the coming weeks. With the LCS spring season wrapped up, the midseason showdown is underway and wraps up on the weekend of April 10th. As a reminder, the winning team will earn North America's slot at the midseason Invitational on May 9th in Iceland. Overwatch League will be starting later this year than in years past. The league will be entirely digital this year and is scheduled to kick off on April 16th. EVO has been saved. In a stunning move, Sony has acquired the largest fighting game tournament of the year. It'll be held over two weekends and entirely online this year. You can look forward to that tournament on August 7th. The next set of Valorant challengers will start in April with open qualifiers on the 1st and 15th, while closed qualifiers will take place on the 10th. BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. 
Award-winning movies often have incredible soundtracks, and many of those have gone on to become country gold. We've picked our top five country songs that have been nominated for an Oscar. Text OSCAR to 45911 to see if your favorite made the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text OSCAR to 45911, and we'll send the link straight to your phone. And 22nd. CSGO will be running qualifiers and smaller events for the next few months, but the next major tournament will be IEM Season 16 Summer. Quarter million bucks will be on the line, and that'll be held in June. That's it for the Checkpoint XP Save the Date calendar. And remember, for all the latest in the world of esports, check out our website at checkpointxp.com. Time for the big brain plays. Checkpoint XP is back on your radio with James, Robbie, and Weird Beard. Welcome back. You're listening to Mr. Platinum, Robbie Landis. Weird beard, and someone who must have forgot how difficult The Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past was, me, James Campbell. Link to the Past is, I I would say, not as bad as the original Zelda, but it's still not very fun if it's you have no idea what you're doing. I can't, I, I didn't recall, like, how difficult some of these dungeon bosses were. Like, even, like, the second dungeon boss you end up fighting is, like, a weird, like, swirly cue guy. And he kept knocking me off the platform. I don't know how many times I got knocked off the platform. Have to make my way up the stairs again, get ready to fight him, and then he would still like it was almost impossible to beat him. Like it got to the point where I was ready. To did s- you though? I did. Yes, you See, did. Good. My, my badge of rewarded after I watched three YouTube videos on how to do it. <laughs> my badge of honor, I'll tell you, that shows you I'm a, a true Zelda nerd. It's called Moldorm, is who you're talking. Yes, about. Yes, it is his name, and uh, that's the bane of all Zelda speedrunners. So the fact that you beat him. Congratulations, James. You're growing you. up. See, Robbie, that's how you pick up your gamer friend when he's down. What Weird Beard just did. Yeah, well, see, I don't want my gamer friends to be down to begin with. Get good. We asked on social media over at Checkpoint XP on Twitter and Facebook, what video game would you put in the Hall of Fame? I believe we're going to start with our answers first, mm-hmm. and then we'll get to the, your responses uh, over on social media. Robbie Landis, want to start with you? Uh, sure, sure. Uh, my, mine's probably uh, not going to be a surprise to anyone. Can I try to guess? Go for it. Final Fantasy VII, or what's that other like outer space one that he's really excited about? It's coming out next Mass month. Effect. Mass Effect. Mass Effect. Yeah, one of those two. All right. Well, uh, Final Fantasy VII already is in the video oh. game Hall of Fame. Okay. Um, with with good reason, uh, I'd actually go with uh, Final Fantasy, the first. Oh wow! Final Fantasy that good that choice. started it all. Um, you know, the reason that it was titled Final Fantasy was because uh, Square Soft, which is the company at the time that was developing it, uh, was going under. They were going bankrupt. This was their their last game, their last ditch effort. So they called it Final Fantasy because it was, the idea was that it, it, it's a fantasy. Is their this, last effort? That this is ever going to work, and even if it does, there's no way it's going to save the fantasizing company. Fantasizing about all the money they're going to make. And it did. Well, good for them. <laughs> yeah. I guess it paid off. Yep. And, and and honestly, I mean, all like fantasy and role playing games have only drawn from every Final Fantasy that has ever came out at this point. So definitely deserves to be there. What about you, James? What's your pick? Man, for me to pick a game that belongs in the video game Hall of Fame, um, I'm, I'm probably going to pick a game that I spent a lot of time with uh, growing up. So it's going to be an NES. T- I'm going to say Super Mario World 3. Good choice. I think that belongs in the video game Hall of Fame. Uh, to me, it's like uh, it was on the Wiz. That's the first time I feel like I've ever seen 
that movie. Actually, no, The Wiz is the one with Michael Jackson. Yeah, where you're, they, you're thinking. The Wizard. Yes. Uh, the, it's in the movie The Wizard. I remember seeing that as a kid. Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah, just, Super Mario. No, yeah, I got my, I got my Wiz and my Wizards mixed up there. The Wizard. That's where the, they where they had the, oh, you found the pipe and or you found the whistle and you yeah. went above and everything like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. So you, you see it in a movie. It's the first time you've seen a video game, to me, as a child. On the big screen like that. And I feel like a, it's it's a classic Mario game. It belongs in the Hall of Fame. You know, a uh, bit of trivia. Uh, they started the Video Game Hall of Fame in 2015, and it wasn't until 2019 that Super Mario Bros., the original, made it into the Really? It took Hall that long? This, the original Mario Brothers in yep. there? Wow. Yep. What about you, Weirdbeard? Um... I don't. Chrono Trigger should be in there, but I think that's more it, like it doesn't fall into enough of yeah. the like the, all the the qualifications, yeah, 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 yeah all that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff. Good, good game, definitely. But by what they qualified as, wouldn't make. So it. what I think is the one that launched the little blue bomber into being a mainstream success: Mega Man Two. And here's why: because Mega Man Two is like the quintessential classic Mega Man. Mega Man X is probably the best Mega Man in my opinion. Um, did, did Mega Man come before Metroid? Uh, no. I think Metroid was first. Uh, see, I, I think if you're gonna put in like your you know your platforming pew 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 type game, I think Metroid has to go in before Mega Man. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it also kind of like the fact that the Mega Man series still exists in 2021 and they were first released back in the 80s. I think that's like 40 years of saying you got to put a and Mega Man. I almost Man. feel like Metroid and Mega Man are separate entities. Yeah, just I mean, because well, yeah, the platformer but, I get mm-hmm. and like the gun in the hand. But other than that, like in Metroid, like you got this whole map you're going through. Mega Man's just like press right and shoot the enemy. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's how Metroid started out to begin with as well. Oh, True. really? Well, I didn't. I guess I don't know my Metroid history. Mm-hmm. Apparently not. So let's take a look at some of uh, our answers from social media here. Frame Law says I vote for Metal Gear Solid One for the PlayStation One. I don't know much about. I mean, I've only played one Metal Gear Solid game. Mm-hmm. And that was that would be on the PlayStation Two, I believe. So I don't know was much it about Sons Metal of Gear? Liberty with Raiden. There was Sons of Liberty. I know at the end there's like a giant mech that I'm fighting yep, with a rocket yep. launcher. That's 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 the one that I play. Yeah. Okay, as well. that's the only yeah. one I've ever played. I have any knowledge of. And I don't know. Like I, it's Metal Gear Solid that popular of a franchise. Here's the thing. I I don't know again that that, that it hits all of the 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 characteristics that the video game Hall of Fame sort of looks at. Mm-hmm. But uh Hideo Kojima, who's the guy who who did all of them, he's definitely I think one of like the last, you know, true sort of auteurs. Like now when you talk about games that are being developed, you usually refer to the company that's making them, mm-hmm. not any one person behind it. Hideo Kojima is probably the last guy that when you talk about his games, it's not a, a game created by like Konami or, or or Sony. It's a game created by Hideo Kojima. Yes. So I think that he deserves at least one game in there. Okay. And it's not Death Stranding, I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, Raistlin says The Witcher 3. I would, The Witcher 3 was massive. I mean, I think anytime you have a TV show made after you... You can at least argue, oh, for sure, that yeah. you should be nominated if not win. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel like The Witcher. Maybe uh, uh, I think that you could probably argue a little bit against it because it didn't really necessarily do anything new, but it was it was huge. A lot of people played it, so so I'll go with it. Uh, let's see. Steven says Street Fighter Alpha Three. Uh, I believe that this is one of the ones that Norris considers one of the best Street Fighter games. 
Um, but uh, another Street Fighter game has already made it, so I don't think there's room for two of them on there. Uh, Alpha 3 is the one that's most well-known for being the arcade version of Street Fighter ah, 3. Mm-hmm. So, it, I mean, right now it sits at a 9.3 IGN and 93% Metacritic, released in 1998 on the Sega Saturn. So I, I think this is the one that, you know, was the... Well, Sega Saturn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's got to be in there. Uh, we have one from Topher. He suggests Minecraft... Topher, you will be happy to know that Minecraft, as of last year, made it into the video game Hall yeah, of Fame. There's no way that Minecraft would ever not be in there. It's it, made it, it hits gajillions. All of, it's hit all of those metrics, like, to the max. Yes. Uh, the Under Channel suggests Dark Souls. Yeah, I, you know what? I think Dark Souls probably deserves a spot in there. You know, they, uh, they, they, they brought back uh, the term Nintendo Hard. You know, prior to Dark Souls, I don't know that the, the games really cared whether or not they were difficult or not. Most games are like, all right, here's an easy mode, here's a hard mode. Dark Souls came out and they're like, nah, this is a hard game. This is the only mode you have. This is it. If you if you want to play it and beat it, this is what you're signing up for. Period. I mean, there's, it's like Metroid in that there's now Dark Souls games or Souls-like games. Yeah, which- we refer to them as Souls-esque, so... It's definitely, I think, earned it. That's like getting the how people say, I'm going to Google something. Like, as soon as you start using it as a verb. Yep. You made <laughs> like, it. Yep. You made it. Well, I've used uh, Dark Souls. I referenced Crash Bandicoot 4 as, like, Dark Souls for children. <laughs> yep. Yes. So, yeah, it's a, it's a, I believe it's a, it's a contender for sure. All right. Here's the last one from Mitch. Says, Punch Out, a.k.a. Mike Tyson's yeah. Punch Out. Is it not in there? It's not, but I do think that it was nominated one year. All right, if you enjoyed those responses, remember, you can always chime in with your own. Give us a call at 1-833-557-0974. We want to talk to you on the phone. So if you want to chime in on whatever's going on in terms of our social media question we have posed, or if you ever have a question that you think the experts here at Checkpoint XP can answer, give us a call. Again, 1-833-557-0974. That's going to do it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening to us on your radio station. Make sure you head on over to CheckpointXP.com and check out Checkpoint Daily. There you can hear the latest in video games, video game news that is breaking that day. I want to send a big thank you to Robbie Landis, Weird B. Don't forget, follow us on Twitter and Facebook at CheckpointXP and on Instagram at Checkpoint underscore XP. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll talk to you again on the next level. Find the high impact hire your business needs at Indeed.com slash high impact. Hey, it's James from Checkpoint XP. Now, you haven't been grinding solo queue for nothing. You're good enough for a varsity esports team, but you don't know where to look. That's where Looking For Group comes in. It's a directory of every college esports program in the country. Programs, scholarships, whether you're a varsity player or looking for a recreational team, Looking For Group has everything. Head to lfgroup.gg. Find the college esports community that's right for you. 